Welcome to Crap Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, I'm still here with Wells. We like somehow. We like to party. We do. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. How about I want to go to Six Flags now? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. that's right. You, you it's going to be a little too cold for Six Flags. You don't get Six Flags commercials out here. You probably know what I'm talking about, though, right? You remember the old Six Flags guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the bus is coming. Yeah. Is that Finger Boys? It is. Y'all yes. stop that shit. Yep. That, that's enough out of the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like in simpatico, too. All right. So, so meanwhile, uh, find us on the Twitter at CBCAD. <laughs> Y'all have been great. Yep. All right. We already have two a Two-minute show. All right. Good job, guys. Yep. Simpatico. We need to make two minutes. Dang. Uh, yeah, so I know nobody's done anything because we literally just recorded 30 seconds ago. Yeah. So, uh, what the fuck do you guys want to vamp about until the intro's out? So we talked like, about bacon we, last maybe, time. Maybe we need shorter intro music? Nope. Like, let's, uh, oh. Too bad. <sighs> I went through the trouble of signing up for a free account to get these oh, songs oh, wow. that were licensed free so we could use them wow, on the show. you signed up for a free account. Let's all give Josh a Hey, and I had to... F- you know, deal with the email from the person that said, hey, what are you looking for? Oh, nothing. I just wanted my 10 free songs that I only took three of so I can still have seven left. Yes. Wow. Yes. Thanks for falling on that sword for us. Josh. You're That's welcome. Huge. And he probably used a throwaway email account, too. So it's not even like it was really that big of a deal. Yeah. No, well, I mean, it was my crap beer cast yeah, email account. Right, okay, so, so total throwaway because yeah. nobody ever uses those yeah. accounts at all. We don't really advertise them. Yeah, it's not like they're hidden. It's just there's no. Yeah, I and mean, nobody uses hate mail anymore. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah. If you're listening to this, like, just send I... us hate mail at crapyourcast.com, mm. just for fun. It's so much easier to slide into your DMs. Nobody actually emails anymore. That's the old man way of communicating. Yeah, that's true. It is. Very true. I email. Thankfully, we don't uh, have a TikTok that you can. I don't know, how do, you send, no. do you send messages on TikTok, or is it just? I don't even get it. You just do like a 30-second dance reboot or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to dance into your DMs just doesn't have the same. I, I am old manning it. I don't understand TikTok at all. So, I, hey, music's over now. I, I get what it is. I just don't know why. <laughs> yes, this. Old man yells at Cloud. Yeah. I mean, because Instagram videos weren't interesting enough. Or Periscope or all the other things that happened. It's It goes back to that whole conversation we had earlier about video games and not playing them. It's kind of like, I don't need another platform to ignore. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Are you on Instagram? Yes, technically. Have I touched it in the last... I, I, I've touched it three times in the last three years, and it was all because Wells decides to send me some like picture message on it. And he's like, oh, but I had to send it to you because it was on Instagram. And I'm like... Take a screenshot and text it to me. That's some big old man energy <laughs> right there. Yeah, it is, totally. It's on Instagram. I'm just going to share it with you through the app. Or you could take a screenshot and text it. No, I'm not. <laughs> can you print out my emails for them for me and uh, bring them over? Oh, by the way, can you print out directions to your house too and bring them? Oh, uh, MapQuest only. Yes. I don't trust the other ones. Yeah, MapQuest, God. Make sure you're using Alta Vista when you try to get <laughs> I I remember like missing my exit on MapQuest and I'm like, well now what do I do? Right? And it's like uh, should have used I, I Yahoo don't, Maps. I don't know where I am and I'm at exit this and then okay I need to like pull over and read. Oh gosh, that was some really harrowing stuff when you're in like the middle of nowhere and it's dark and it whatever. Anyway, that's right. Uh, so what's Kentucky trying to do? 
or what are other brewers, I should say, trying to do? Okay, well, Kentucky. Uh, currently, if you're a craft brewery in Kentucky, you have to go through a distributor. Now, North Carolina, you know, I, I know. North Carolina is a self-distribution state. Other states, like other neighboring states are not. South yep. Carolina, everybody has to go through a distributor. Well, Kentucky, craft brewers there are saying, you know what, we could sell more beer and if we could sell some of it like on, on our own. And their whole point was, you know, what if somebody runs out of beer today, but their delivery day isn't like until six days from now? Well, tough. Time shift notwithstanding, tomorrow is Groundhog Day, you know. <laughs> What if there's no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. Hey. What if I don't have any beer tomorrow? There wasn't any today. So currently, Wells, uh, I'm assuming Kentucky has to go through a distributor to get to a bar. Yes. And they, they're just trying to take out the middleman, basically. Yeah, they're, they would like to have some self-distribution. And I don't... If Josh could scroll down a touch, I don't... Oh, okay. Wow. That's a really low amount. They're asking for... 2,500 barrel allowance. Oh, basically. wow. Yeah, that's, that's, not even, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that was a tenth of what Craft, Craft Freedom, Freedom was fighting to raise. Yep. Right. You know, we were at 25,000 barrels in North Carolina and got that tripled. But they're asking, for, I mean, this is, this is this, nothing. This is like, a, like, like, this is like a cup of sugar kind of thing. Like, like I want to be able to go to the neighbor's house and be like, hey, can I borrow a couple of eggs? And that's kind of what this sounds like to me. It's just, it's not like they want to go and make a bunch of money or supplant any other thing. It's just a, we just want to be able to help if somebody runs out. Because 2,500 is technically like a nano brewery, right? Like if if you were to just consider it in barrel size, like 2,500 would probably be nano. Uh, if that even, I would need maybe to even actually, Pico. I would need to look up. I mean, so when people think of like nano and Pico, that's, that's kind of like your system size um, because then you can just brew over and over and over. But if you're, if you're on a two barrel system, like you can brew 20,000 barrels, you're just always brewing. Brewing. Yeah. Good point. Um, but yeah, this is, they're, they're trying to just have a, a, a small allowance. This is, can I have a couple eggs rather than a dozen? Right. Of course. I don't want to set up a roadside stand selling eggs. Of course, if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. And, right. Uh, and if you give a mouse a glass of milk and you find out they're lactose intolerant, then you're going to have to deal with farts all night. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Mouse farts? I couldn't imagine. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, never mind. It was going to go nowhere. I just stopped. Anyways, Anchor, they're old. They're really old. They're Anchor. 125. <clears throat> And every time you go to a Red Lobster, you will always remember your Anchor bottle of salt and pepper shakers. Man, that just doesn't look like the Anchor I know, though. Right? Uh, right. So they've decided to go back to the vintage labels for their 120 well, not, These are the vintage labels? No. No, these are the new labels for the first time oh. in... Oh, yeah. For the first time in vintage however brewery. long... I, I'm blind. No. Okay. For the first time ever, Anchor's brew Anchor Brewing's labels are getting a facelift. So... This, I hate it. Yeah. I mean, it pops, but it looks like kind of the new trend. You know, it's like whenever um, the one iPhone went to the flat icons and everybody went to flat and then they went to the gradient and everybody went to gradient. And it's like right now, this like two colored print scheme, like it looks pretty. 
but it's not what I want out of my anchor bottles. <laughs> I'll I'll play devil's avocado. Please. I like it. Oh, no, I, I, um, I, as someone that hears, I can't even tell you how many times, oh, the, like, oh, that's a beer from the Anchor Steam Brewery. <laughs> and it's, oh, it's the Anchor Steam Liberty. No, it's the Anchor Brewing Liberty. So they are so focused and so known for their steam beer that people think that they're Brewery name is Anchorstein. It's kind of like that uh, brewery that's up near Asheville, you know, uh, Dales. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Dales. Dales, you know. Y- y'all have Dales? From Dales Oscar, IPA? From Oscar Blues? Can I get that no, Dales? No, no, I just need the Dales. No, I want the Dales Old Chub. <laughs> so this... <laughs> Dales Old Chub, Jesus. <laughs> so this, at least, it's it's a clean rebrand. It's focused on Anchor. Um it definitely separates, you know, has a, a, a giant ship anchor as part of the uh, the art. Uh, and it does separate between anchor and what the, the like, the trade name is. Uh, it's easy to read. It's easy to spot. Yeah. It'll from... look new on the shelf. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But. I still hate it. But the old label was so tired. But it's so classic. But it's iconic, right? I mean, it's... Yeah. Now, on the flip side, at least now you'll know, hey, this is new beer. Like, this is fresh beer. This is just old beer relabeled. They ran them through, like, a hot wash and, like, rinsed the old labels off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All the shit was sitting in the warehouse, boys. And as a double... So they're going to call it Imperial Steam Beer because they got the old labels off via steam... So it was double steamed, you guys. Double steam beer. Double steam. It's like DDH, but it's DS. It's double steamed. Double steamed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get why they're doing it. And, you know, Anchor, Anchor is one, if not, the, well, I shouldn't even say one. It is probably the oldest craft brewery in America and died and then got restarted by the dude that uh, made, made Maytag and got his fortune from Maytag. They needed to do something. And that was the point that Anchor made is if we didn't refresh our brand, we would be forgotten. And so y'all don't like how this refresh necessarily looks. I I get that, but they needed to do something because... Agreed. And and we just differ uh, as to whether or not this thing is what they should have. So there's that part where I, I, I like it, but I still hold the original... Clothes and tights on my body. You I mean, if I, if I went to a Red Lobster tomorrow and I saw that label, I'd leave Red Lobster. I'm not going no, to Red Lobster okay, to begin so with. First off, I'm never none going of this to Red story Lobster. is ever going to play out. Yeah, no, no, you're right. No part of this story is based in fact. No, it's you're not. You're not because, going to Red Lobster. No, you're not I'm seeing my, these bottles and you're not walking out. I'm making my own seafood at home if I'm doing <laughs> anything. So Seafood, get it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm still just angry because like, I think back to the Christmas Anchor beer is a prime example. Mm-hmm. Just an I- iconic label to yep. me. I'll never forget what that label looks like. I know what it looks like. I know what to expect. This looks like Twisted Tea. When's the last time that you bought an Anchor Christmas? Oh, God. It's probably been five years. There yeah. we go. So, again, we're arguing about this thing that we don't even buy, but... I still hate it. Okay. They needed to do something... 
we just disagree as to, to the what? effectiveness of this something, but yep. All right, fair enough. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of things that will... Uh, yeah, what really, the fuck is this? ...really get you frustrated. So um, <laughs> there is a winery, Screaming Eagle. Uh, they make some really highly rated wine. Well, they've uh, decided to dip their toe in the beer game, except they're taking their pricing scheme that they use for their wines, which... Uh, like, oh. like their Sauvignon Blanc sells for over $5,000 a bottle on, on, on average. Uh, so they started like, oh, we're going to open a brewery and we're going to exclusively make lagers and we're going to brew four times a year lagers and a six pack is going to cost $60. Fuck, Fuck you. off. So... <clears throat> Wells has been really good about keeping me grounded when it comes to why does this shit cost so much? Yep. Because ingredients and time and opportunity cost and ingredients and packaging and, and all of that. To which I look and say, okay, but like there comes a point where you have a diminishing rate of return. Okay, you dry hopped with 83 pounds per can you know like most of it get most of it's getting lost it would need to be nothing but hops. right i mean that's what you know but like but you know the 24 dollar four pack of you know hazy ipa became somewhat the norm so it doesn't surprise me that somebody would say well you know what we're able like we, we have this name we're able to sell this for a lot of money let's sell that for a lot of money you know what this feels like to me is Supreme. You, are you guys aware of Supreme at all? Oh, very, very. So we put out, you know, like a three pack of Supreme Oreos and they're like 20 bucks for like three Oreos. Like, I don't get it. Again, old man shaking his fist at the wind. My son would come down. He's like, hey, hey, they they, uh, they they just dropped hoodies. They're 250 a piece. And I'm like, get a fucking job, kid. It's, it's a, it's a, it's. Yeah, and it costs them 2.50 a piece. It's. Literally a red hoodie that has the most basic word art logo I have ever seen. Who cares? Jeff, read the oh, highlighted sorry. portion there for me. <clears throat> okay, so we're talking about what is how to be logger company's website is so over the top. The highlighted twee? portion. Twee? What is what is twee? T W E E? I don't know, but the highlighted portion. Okay. Damn it. It almost reads, so apparently this almost reads like a spoof of what many would call pretentious craft beer. It says, uh, the young winemaker slash brewer exclusively produces very slow fermenting lagers and excruciating small amounts using a steam fired brew house. He built by hand. He brews four times a year at the start of each season and names his beers accordingly. So he's making fucking anchor beer. Well, Okay, but but like this. But in small batches. But look, steam. No, steam fired. I mean, that's that's like the industry standard. So I mean, it's either direct fired or it's steam powered, which most breweries uh, in Charlotte use a steam system. So what the fuck's the difference? I, I, okay, explain my ignorance then. I guess what is the difference then between what Anchor does and what everybody else does? So Anchor's steam beer is just the name. Okay, so it's not brewed differently than... No, 
Okay. Well, it's a what a ale using lager sure. yeast. To what it's I mean, common, right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a California common, but it's they call it a steam beer, and that's yeah. what they have. Yeah. That's what those old labels got them. See, yeah, see, see? yeah, see. But yeah, oh, I'm like, sorry. When I said it was sixty dollars a six pack, it was ninety dollars. Yeah, I was to say it's right? actually ninety dollars. So, six so pack. like you know when you go to one of like. Especially here in Charlotte, it's not uncommon for a new restaurant to open. And, you know, you read their their menus, and their menus sound like this level pretentious. Yep, that's the asshole. And it's like the... <clears throat> you know, it, it, it's like they go through 500 words to explain what a BLT is. You know? Yeah. And it's all like... I raised the pig myself and slaughtered it and smoked it using a tree that I grew. And, you know, and it's like all this, like it's supposed to like add value to this experience. And then you're paying like $25 for a BLT. And it's like, what happened here? That's what's going on here. You got this, this guy here who's got a huge grin on his face because he's taken all y'all suckers for $90. Six packs of Pilsner. Yeah. Like, how much are they paying in taxes? How much are they paying in malt? How much are they paying in hops? Like, there is no, no reason on this planet that these beers should cost this much. But here we are. And it'll, it will get, the, the secondary market will go apeshit over this. But you they gotta will, pay for a hipster shirt. But you're already at secondary market prices. Like, yeah. Direct. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it'll get so even worse. Secondary market, like three hundred bucks so it's for a, go a six from nine hundred or ninety bucks a six pack of Pilsner to three hundred. Three hundred, like oh, get out of here! This this. Mm. I so but, here's a here's a here's a can, and I'm assuming did it even say if there were pint cans? Like, why do I think these are going to be like twelve ounce cans? Or I see, I would assume it's working in bottles. So let's just I, I, let's just say it's a twelve ounce package. Would you pay $13 for a Pilsner? Ever? $13 for a six-pack? For a single. Sing- no. Okay. Like, I don't care. Like, if this is... And I'm talking, like, 5 6% ABV yep. Pilsner? No. Yep. Because the, the, it's not... It, it, it's not worth that. Yes. And it's kind of the point that I'm getting to. It, we have this perspective on this show because of the myriad and multitude and quantity and qualities of beers that we've had over the years. Nothing any longer is worth that kind of money because you can find something that's just as damn good. If not cheaper. For for a hell of a lot cheaper. I mean, I, I will never forget the you know you and I tracking down the Westy 12s and then... Having it and it's good. Don't get me wrong; yeah, it's absolutely. a fantastic beer. It's not worth the effort. But Saint Bernardus is just as fucking good, and it's easy to find. It's on every fucking shelf you could ever go to, and it's like half the price. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, um, if if you want to buy it and bring it to a share, I will gladly have some. I will not purchase it myself. Uh, I was chatting with Chris the other day. Um, there is but two beers, and we've talked about this before, two beers on my bucket list that have been on my bucket list forever, and I've not added anything since because there is nothing that is worth putting on my bucket list. I don't yeah. care. But it's Utopias, and it's Pliny the Younger, yep. which we might have one coming. <clears throat> what? What? What's up? Go. Okay. All right. 
and it's okay. It's time for break. All of a sudden, I see. Okay. No, 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 no. We still have stories. And uh, after having the worldwide utopias, yep. I know that really kind of soured my experience on what I am now expecting yep. out of yep. a bottle that I'll. And I know you say no, but again. Put yourself in my situation, somebody who's never had that beer before. It's been on his bucket list. You had that train wreck of a fucking beer, Keep and you hope. go, "Is this what I'm gonna walk into now?" Keep your hopes up. Well, Josh. And like and Chris even makes a good point. He's like, you know, playing the younger is really good, mm-hmm. but it is not going to change your outlook on beer. Yeah, I, and I get it. Like, that's which what, I mean, the elder didn't. Yeah, like, it's the, the first time that we. You and I, at least, because yeah. I'm sure Wells probably had it before we did. Yep. But but the first time we got to experience the Elder, I was like, this is good, yeah. but is this like groundbreaking to the point of... Oh, now, by the really. time we were able to get it, no, it wasn't, because everybody kind of got close enough to caught up. Yeah. You know, it's like you can go out and spend, you know, like Ferrari money, or, you know, you can get something that'll... I mean, because you... There's still speed limits in the city. You can only go so fast. And this other car that costs a heck of a lot less will get you there just as well. You know, you may not have the cachet to say, look what I've got, but. To me, like y'all had plenty of the older after I did. And even I had plenty of the older after a lot of other breweries had caught up to it. Here's the thing. It's like watching Citizen Kane, but for the first time, like today, rather than back then. So you're like, oh, well, this is a trope, and this is a trope, and this is a trope. <laughs> right. But it's like, but at the time, like this was ground, like this is ground zero for yeah. all this. So uh, your pr- perspective is, is shifted. It's like being in yeah. the car and Stevie Wonder's I Wish comes on, and people are like, why are you listening to Will Smith's Wild Wild West? And it's like, get out. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Know your roots, son. All right, All right. anything else to say about this pretentious-ass $90 a fucking six-pack? Look, I mean, here's the thing. If somebody brings this to a share, I will laugh them out of the room. I am not even in the mood to deal with your $90 six-pack of Pilsner. Just get out. Because I mean, like at that point, that's all you're doing is you're look. You're, it's the look what I have that nobody else can have, and a share is a good place to take a beer like that. But like, it can't be that good. No, you know, like we the stuff Jason will send me. Like I always feel bad because like the stuff that that we have to send back, I don't feel like is as good. But then it like it dawns on me that. We've got really good stuff here too that he can't get. Yeah. And okay, so it's not like like it's apples and oranges. I can't compare, you know, the thirteen and a half percent, you know, barrel aged revolution beer to what we're doing here in town or or nearby. But it doesn't mean it's not good. And it's just it's sometimes bottle shares are about what can I have that I haven't had before. But then you've got this, and I'm just like, man. Look at how much money I spend. Like, okay. Not, not how much money I have, because if you spend $90 on a six-pack beer, you don't have money or cents. Brewing four times a damn year. Get out of here. Get out. Just because something is rare doesn't make it valuable. Exactly. Yep. Hey, Wells, what's going on with the American Stout? We've talked about this on the show. 
uh, so many times that when this uh, when this article popped up, I just like had to to grab it and share what has happened to the traditional American stout that are you know what you would call like diet stouts or session stouts. Session, session stouts. stouts. That's it. But you know they're a little hoppier than you know English style, but uh you know too much and you're in the black IPA territory. But what happened to like your five to six percent stout? Nobody wants. Nobody buys that anymore. I mean, what? Well, nobody buys it anymore because nobody makes it anymore. Well, okay, <laughs> Sorry, chicken. Well, but then it becomes the chicken or the egg argument of why because. I get excited, honestly, now when I find just a plain, non-adjunct, non-imperial stout. Like, if a brewery just puts out, here's our stout. There's nothing in it. It's just a stout. It's not been barrel-aged. There's no adjuncts. No coconut, marshmallow, lactose, coffee, vanilla bean. Chili pepper. Chili pepper. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) none of that. Really? I get super excited when I see those. And it's so rare to find them anymore. Like, I almost make a point to bring them on the show. Because it's like, hey, guys, look, this still is a thing occasionally. Yeah. I mean, when we have those, like, even an Imperial, whether it's a regular or an Imperial, it's just a good, straight, clean stout, we'll call it. Yeah. Man, it really stands out. Which is sad because, like, I feel like everybody's in this arms race to adjunct their stouts to hell. I I mean, and Jeff, you and I... And, uh, and I know Wells was in the suit. It was just before the, the show times. But you and I grew up in the IPA arms race of true. I'm going to make the hoppiest beer that I can. Yeah. And I feel like stouts have now gotten to that point where I'm going to adjunct this so fucking much. And I'm going to throw everything at it that I possibly can. Because that's what's going to get people to buy it. Because right now, everybody wants the marshmallow, you know, toasted vanilla, coconut, coconut, chili pepper. Yeah. Sometimes it works, but you know you can sl- cover up a really crappy beer with a bunch of adjuncts, and nobody's the wiser. Yeah, I have had one recently. I mean, it's an oatmeal stout. Ooh, five point eight percent. I just Ooh. had to look it up, but of course, Divine Barrel. Yep, is yep. making it because you know, hey, it, I mean, it just says it's a plain white label. It says. Oatmeal stout on the front. Yep. We also have, I mean, we've had the Italian Pilsner. The same way. Yeah. On, and, um, and dang. Yeah. Um, Pleased to be bringing the oatmeal stout to the next show? Or, yeah, see, well, here's the problem. I drank my four pack ah. in, like, the last week. So, well, I'll have to you didn't buy the $90 and... four pack, so you've got at least, <laughs> you know, $73 <laughs> left. Right. <laughs> but, no, I mean, this, this is a very... Uh, yeah. I didn't really get to do a ton of research on a lot of the articles. Wells, again, kind of knocked it out of sending all of the what, articles for the show. What do you mean kind of knocked it out? I did knock it out. We wouldn't have a show. Yeah, we? you're right. We wouldn't. Uh, shit's just been really busy at work, and I thank you for stepping up to the plate. But I did read this one over lunch, and it really did resonate with me of, you know, it is kind of a bummer that I get sadly excited about here's a non-adjuncted, non-imperial, non-nothing stout. It's just a stout. Yep. And I wish more Perus would do it, and I understand why they don't, because it doesn't make them money. But it sucks that the style is going to the wayside. Unfortunately, we have a whole bunch of new-to-craft beer palettes that 
don't really like beer. Yeah. It, it's just like, oh, cool. It's got like Cocoa Krispies and marshmallows and cinnamon and everything in it. Uh, I mean, no offense to one of the beers that we've opened tonight that has cinnamon in it, but uh, but but dang, like y'all just like sugar. I don't think you really like beer. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. And that's rough because yeah. I I like beer, and that's why I get so bent out of shape over seltzer. Yeah, really is because you're not. Like really, you're not innovating. You're not. You're just throwing a whole bunch of fermentable sugar at something, and voila. I know. Yeah. But you know, if you make a like a nice, clean goza, which yep. you know we have tonight. If you make a uh, a nice Scotch ale with without anything else to hide behind. Yeah. Like, congratulations. Like, and thank it's, you. It has been interesting to see. Like especially this last summer felt like the the volume the the loudness got cranked up on loggers. Yes, and you know like all the brewers like oh yeah I just I just you know right now I'm just really into <laughs> I got the thrills for the pills got thrills for the pills you know and it's like almost like it was this revolutionary idea to like straight up beer beer yeah and. You know, like, there's nothing wrong with tons of hops and fruity this and, you know, flavors. New England that and juice yeah. this. and But, like. Beer-ass beer is good sometimes. Yeah. Mmm, beer-ass beer. That's right. Hey, Wells, what's town doing? Town is doing something really cool. Um, so, last year, they launched the Mini Faces Initiative, which, uh they, I mean, we've seen so many breweries around the country, around town, saying like, "Oh, we're going to brew a a, a beer together." Uh, this, the Mini Faces, was a, a West Coast IPA, and proceeds from that in July of 2020, uh, they were trying to raise money to support um, the North Carolina Brewers Guild's Diversity Scholarship Program. So. Proceeds from this would uh, provide travel, lodging, and conference expenses uh, for people that are sorely underrepresented in craft beer. People of color, women. Um, yeah, it's a bunch of white dudes with beards, as two of the three of us are white dudes with beards. I, I know. And it, Jeff, you, you too could have a... I can't. I, I can't have a beard. Oh, it uh, It's not connect. that I don't want one. Uh, actually, I kind of don't, but I, I can't grow one, so... It happens. It's, it, well... Two out of the three with beards and one with a flavor saver. That's but, right. Yeah. Oh, God. Three white dudes. There is... So that's us. Yeah. There is a very huge lack of diversity in the craft beer world. Yep. And so this year, uh, Town is expanding it. They are, you know, doing this again, but they are also... Uh, it's going to be a ten a paid 10-week brewery internship program. Um, Town hosts one... Uh, intern at their brewery. They are currently in the process of sub, um, soliciting like other breweries that can similarly host uh, and a paid intern. Uh, the goal is to town plus two other breweries that want to just get somebody that is an underrepresented uh, 
group and just help get more feet in the dang door. So I'm, I like it. I'm all for it. Yeah, 100%. Because like I said, again, we're three white dudes. And there is a insane lack of diversity in this I know, craft I mean, beer community. Any single time that I went to a craft brewers conference, everybody looked like me. Yeah. Uh, which was... It's a bummer. Yeah, it is. To be because, honest. Because if you have, I mean, no diversity, you're... I mean, everything's just so homogenous, and nothing ever gets done. Um, so I'm well. I'm, the same the stuff gets done. It's all the same stuff. Yeah. Nothing ever changes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, more about this program. Uh, we are currently in the. Uh, dang! It took away my stuff. It's uh, back. It's back. <laughs> so we're gonna have uh, some mini faces beers come out uh, in. Uh, late summer, early fall of 2021. Um, so currently, the brewery grant application process is, as of today, in effect. It runs through the end of February. Um, so then once it's town plus two to-be-determined breweries, um, at the end of the month, we'll know who the other two selected breweries are. Uh, if you are interested uh, the uh, application period runs uh, March the 1st through April 9th. And, um, you know, get on it, please. If you listen to yes. us and you live and in Charlotte and you if, are if you listen to of... us and you don't look like us, then please. Yeah. If you're you know, not two white dudes with a beard and one with a flavor saver, please if, apply. And if you don't look like us, you're already winning. Yes. Well, womp womp. <laughs> We're going to go take our break. We'll be back. Yeah, after I take a couple laps around the block. For buy no buy wells. How does that work? Oh man! So we've been drinking beer throughout the show, and as the dog now interrupts us, is our time to tell you what we think of it using a very simple system: buy or no buy. Would we spend our hard-earned money on this, or is it kind of safe to skip it? Jeff, you first beer up. Off? Yeah, sure. Uh, <clears throat> so we've got a Crowler from Triple C. Mm, um, my favorite. Yeah, I mean it's always a good time. Um, Sorry, dog madness. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, hey, uh, you guys stop talking for a second. Does that mean it's time for us to get this room back? Is it time for pettings? No. It's not. Go away. You're cute. Oh, look at that. She's listening to me. Dang. Wow. Did you like that? I did. I'm impressed, sir. That's right. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I am the captain now. Uh, <clears throat> all right, back on task. Triple C's uh, McClellan 4. McClellan the 4th. McClellan... This is the fourth time they've done McClellan? I don't know. Why don't okay. you just call it McClellan IV and let's get real weird. Ooh, with yes. It. Can I have it as an IV? <clears throat> it is a, uh, it's a Scotch Ale slash We Heavy. Um, 8%. This doesn't drink like an 8% beer. Um, it is quite sweet as you tend to get with some Scotch Ales. It's nice and caramely. Um, it's a good solid beer. If I was uh, looking for a Scotch Ale, I would, I would buy this beer. So, yeah. Buy for me. Wells? Hey, look. 
you can still make classic styles well and have a little bit of sweetness, but it's still beer flavored beer. Go figure. Who knew? Uh, I know Josh and I went to Triple C's what last year when they did a a, a Scotch Ale Club no, Three. No, was it who the heck? One of the two, both of you, which might have been me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Triple C can do a good Scotch Ale. Yeah. Uh, Steampunk, I think, is what we went for. That was the common. Mm-hmm. But anyway, perhaps you won't find it so common yeah. now. I'm a homer for Scotch ales. I yeah. love them when they're done right. Um, and this is just fine. Middle of the road Scotch ale. Nothing crazy. No, no big adjuncts. No bells and whistles. Just beer flavored beer, and it's damn good. Yeah, Josh. So you're you're telling me I could get an old chub that is made locally, basically. It's just a solid fucking, which I get. Are you, are, I, I don't know. You're looking for old chub. Well, you know, uh, normally he's looking for that young chub, but you know. I mean, Oscar Mark, Blue- Mark moved to California, so he has to settle. <laughs> God damn it! He'll take what he can get. Oh, I hate you both <laughs> so much. This is good. God damn, uh, just fine. Fuck it. This is good. This is damn good. I. I this re- reminds me a lot of Old Chubb. Yeah. And it's locally made, which, yes, I get Oscar Blues is outside of Asheville, which is close enough. But this is half, well, three miles away from my house. So even better. I mean, here's the thing. Are you going to drive two hours or, or are you going to walk two hours? Right. Yeah, no, 100%. This or is, drive Or drive 20 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. This is can fucking I, delicious. Can this I maybe is, not lose my whole afternoon in this travel? I'm just asking. Right, yeah. This is this is great. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Orpheus Brewing. Um, Wells brought us a bottle of Ye Who Enter Here, an Imperial Stout Asian whiskey barrels with chili peppers, coffee, and vanilla beans. Uh, just by description, this feels like a Mexican cake. Uh, it says it uses... Guajillo, De Arbol, and Puya chilies. Coffee from East Pole and Madagascan vanilla beans in an assortment of whiskey barrels over two years. Um, this stuff pours like, like motor oil that you forgot about and haven't changed in like a year and a half, even though you drive your car every day. Like it is super thick. It's like um, a motor oil reduction. Yes. There you, that's it. That's it right there. Um, and it, it is everything it says it is. It is, it, it's like, again, it's, it's like a Mexican cake to a degree. Um, it's real good. It's a little spicy for me. I don't know that I want a ton of it, but it's a good beer. I'm going to know buy it, but it's not because it's not a good beer. I just don't think I would want to drink a whole bottle. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm with Jeff. I don't know if I would ever want to drink a whole bottle of this, but I sure as hell would love to split one. Um, this is I said a small pour. That's not a small pour. Oh, this I didn't is see that. I'm a, sorry. I, I, I really didn't mean to. It's all right. It's all right. Absolutely decadent Imperial stout. Very thick. It is a pepper show. So if you are not in the mood for spicy beers, uh, please stay the heck away from this. It is the exact opposite of the toasty marshmallow that we had the last show from Ironmonger. You know that this is a damn stout because Jeff pours it and the lights get dimmer. Uh, yeah, it, it's literally sucking the light out of this room somehow. Is this, I mean, for real, 14%? Uh, Shoot. Awesome. Uh, well, the bottle says 13. Okay. So I'm going to go with what the bottle says rather than... Yeah, untapped says 14. This is the bottle. Says 
Uh, either way, look, it's really good. Um, I think I was a bigger fan of the base beer, which was Abandoned All Hope. But uh, look, it's Orpheus, and it's an Imperial Stout aged in barrels. The floor is very high. <laughs> Josh, what are you? I'm sorry. Did you buy this? Or oh, no hell this? yes. Okay. He said he liked the base better, but... Okay, know. sorry. But, but the floor is high. All right, so I, I am with you all on the... This is a little too much for an entire bottle. Uh, I made some banging ass chili yesterday with with some pork. Made some banging ass chili with some mm, ass chili. Which uh, which animal's rectum did you use? Mm, pork. Okay. Boston butt. So uh, you put a hot dog in. Got it. Yeah, hot dog. Uh, but anyways, I just I, I made the boiler maker chili. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that is, but it's throwing a bunch of different vegetables in. With your chili, which I'd never really done before. Most of my chili's been chili has been pretty simple: beans and meat, yeah, and occasionally some bell peppers. Right, guy, beans. This had like celery in it, and it had a bunch of bell peppers in it, and I put some habaneros in it, and I really think like half of the bottle of this in that chili, yeah. The other half to me, yeah. Mm, chef's kiss. That'd that would be good, been. like afternoon, just like slowly because. Like, it is a good beer. It is not the kind of thing that you're just going to sit down after a long day at work and just, like, down it. Yeah, no, because this is a you, spicy boy. You, there you, is some heat to this beer. Yeah, either... Well, if you love spice, then you probably won't have any issues with it at all. Right. But, like, you know, for me, like, I'm going to need something to go with this. Yeah. Um, again, old man syndrome. It's going to get... But, no, I mean, this is this is damn good. I just don't think this could be something I could drink completely on my own, so... I, I'm going to have to go on the Jeff route and no buy this. This is damn fucking good, though. Yeah. This is not a bad beer. It's just I could not get through an entire bottle of this on my own. Well. So well, I, I'm going to take a look at my uh, other Atlanta buys and uh, pick accordingly. You have a, a, t- a go a go home present if you want. I can cork that for you. Mm. Uh, Jeff, next rep. So I feel like we've got like a... the the. Beer cast version of a schoolyard brawl about to ensue. Right. Last show, you know, we had some beer from Carolina Mays who threw down the gauntlet and said, Chuck, I'm Step calling you out. And uh, Chuck returns and says, okay, cool. Well, I've got this one from Monday Night Brewing. It's called Tie Nine On. It's their uh, ninth anniversary beer. Okay. Okay. You know, I mean, that's, you know, you do you. Um <laughs> so <laughs> I, I love the description. I'm going to read some of the description on here. It says uh, 2020 has been a year with many twists and turns. Not all of them good, but time moves on. We're turning nine, whether people want us to or not. So this beer that you're drinking guys is a blend of nine unique barrel aged beers from 19 various spirit barrels with the addition of Ugandan and Madagascan vanilla beans. This is real good. It is, um, it is smooth. It's chewy. Uh, the vanilla is nice and prominent. Um, I really like this. It's a real good beer. It, um, yeah, I'm gonna buy this one. Wells. Uh, okay. So my criticism is that it, there's so much going on. There's like nothing going on at the same time. Like no one thing stands out. I would, I would like to see a little bit more restraint maybe, but Hey, it's their ninth anniversary. And 
ab- by all means, please blow this sucker out. And I mean, this look. will be nothing compared to uh, you know uh, Epic's Ninth Baptist, which will have like barrel aged barrels. <laughs> I don't know how they'll do it. They'll find a way. We took barrels and we ground them up. We stuck it in another barrel and aged it in that. We burned staves to char the inside of fresh oak. So it's barrel smoked barrel. There you go. There now we're talking. No, I, look, it's it's a Monday night. So again, I, God, I just came back from Atlanta like a couple months ago, and now I'm itching to go back right. because Orpheus Monday night being 15 minutes away from each other, they are both so damn good. That's a that's this, an exciting trip. This is so damn good. Um, yeah. Good no, on them. This is. Okay. Happy ninth. Uh, I'm a bye. It, oh. It's just. I, I thought you were going to know by this way you were talking. Well, I mean, I said like there's everything and nothing at the same time. Like no one thread like stands out of the nine, but at the same time, like it's a cuvee. So. But the, I was say that's what you want is you want that blend. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't. There. Like I wouldn't want one thing to stand out. I would want it just to be this homogenous. Yeah. Strong ale blend, which it is. So yeah. What about you, Josh? Gentlemen, you see what I'm holding in my hand. Uh, that looks like a problematic beer. Yeah, it kind of is. But this was the Boulevard 30th anniversary barrel-aged beer that had all this crazy beer in it. You yep. remember. Yep. And it kind of stood out, right? Like, you got all kinds of crazy different flavors in yep. that. Yeah. Layers. You don't, like Well, already said this, you don't get this with this beer, which is kind of disappointing. I just get vanilla. Well, but at like, this, yeah. I've got a vanilla affogato in there that we're going to have on the show at some point. Am I really going to be able to tell the difference between that vanilla affogato and this? Yes. You think so? No, you will, because you're going to get more vanilla off that affogato, whereas this is just kind of like, I think I would personally take the affogato over this. So I guess that's where I'm at, and I hate to know by this, but it just doesn't do it. For what you just read me, Jeff... I would have expected like yeah. this grand cuvee of flavors and all I'm really getting is vanilla. It also hurts that we're spoiled both by that Boulevard beer and, and Monday Revolution. night in general. Well, and revolution. Yeah. You know, that cuvee that they put out was ridiculous. God. Yeah. Yeah, it we was. Were, we were quite spoiled. Yeah, we really are. And, and, and don't get me, get me wrong. This is not a bad beer, but like when you read everything to me, like I kind of just thought this might've been just a, like a, bourbon barrel aged vanilla beer of some sort and when you read all that to me i'm like there's none of this here it's just vanilla so sometimes less is more yeah agreed you know give me like three really awesome you know spirit barrels blended together but you know maybe nine it's it's like when nine people try to talk at once rather than three people try to talk at once like yeah it's just hard to hear it yeah, exactly. Even when we had four people on this mic and one of my favorite reviews on iTunes that I'll never forget. Four jackasses talking over each other. Yeah, well. Yeah, you know, that's that's us, but now it's just three. Jeff, next beer up. Uh so um Chuck throws down his dance moves and Carolina Mays says, uh, okay, I'm up. And uh delivers a crowler of um beer from Variant Brewing. Uh, this is a fruited goza called Beach Bliss, and uh, I, I understand the name. Like it, it feels like the kind of drink you would have, like 
in a, in a tropical vacation setting. It has tons of fruit and um, it's kind of pinkish, reddish. Um, good bit of acid in it. It's more of a sour, I think I'd call it, than a goza, but um, I don't hate that about it. It's good. I would love to have uh, more of this, you know, in the hot weather. So it's a buy for me. Wells? Yeah, the only thing bad that I have to say about this is uh, it's in the 30s outside tonight, and I kind of want it to be in the 90s outside if I'm drinking this beer. Uh, that said, this it's, is... It's, it's, not like it, it's not like you can't drink it when it's cold oh, out. No, no, I'm, and but look, it's like there's an association there, right? Sure. Like, like, like this, is a, this is the epitome of a killer pool beer. This beer would hit different in 90 degree heat mm. than in 30 degree cold. Just facts. Now I'm not a seasonal drinker. I, I love Imperial Stouts in the summertime. Um, I, dang. Uh, if this beer is still around or, or made again in July or so, Carolina Mays, please send us another crowler. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll Venmo you for it. I really enjoyed this. I thought this was tasty. Um, it's fruit punchy. It's nice. It's not too sour. It's not too sweet. It's just where I want it to be. Big buy. Mr. Josh, what do you think? As the resident sour and goes hater. Mm, that's your arm. This thing, fucking, this is a bop, and I hate using that word. <laughs> <laughs> there yes. is passion fruit out the ass in this. Mm -hmm. There is nice... I don't know if I want to call it cherry or melon notes. Maybe a little bit of both that I'm getting. Passion fruit forward. This is just blowing my mind and how much I actually enjoy this. Because I will be honest with you. Out of everything that we got from Carolina Maze, I looked at this one and said, I'm going to hate this the most. Yeah. I know I am. I'm going to hate it. And no, I'm not. So uh, the, the description... On Untapped calls this a heavily fruited goes brewed with double raspberry, double pineapple, okay, and passion fruit. Okay, it and, all makes sense. And all of that clicks. And, yep. and as someone who does not care for raspberry and beer nine times out of ten, this one's a good one. Yeah, or raspberry in general because it gets stuck in my teeth and I hate those fucking. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Teeth. I didn't get. I got a lot more passion fruit. Pineapple. That's uh. This it, was, well, it kind of explains a little tartness, I guess, at the end. To me, at least. But man, this is good. I am floored with how much I am actually enjoying this. Uh, I think we might have a new... Are they in Marietta, I think? Um, it is Roswell. Roswell. Okay. Whatever. I mean, it's, it's all area, outside area, of Atlanta area. Area 57. Yeah, I would say it's all outside of Atlanta, so, you know. It's all outside of Atlanta. Savannah, outside of Atlanta. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Outside Santa of Atlanta. <laughs> It's a suburb. It's a suburb. It's all <laughs> suburb of Atlanta at this point. But no, this is a You've big... You've been to the state of Atlanta, right? This is a big, huge buy for me. Uh, final beer up? All right, so so Chuck can't stand somebody else taking the limelight. He comes back with um, a beer from Wild Leap. This is their Vacanza um, Key Lime Pie Goza, which I feel like is a, a little closer to a regular standard Goza. Um, but... So when I see Key Lime Pie Goza, my mind goes to Westbrook and I know like in my head I have this expectation and then I get this beer and it says, you know, Key Lime Pie is crisp, slightly sweet, 
graham cracker, vanilla. Um, all I get is the like goza. I don't get any of the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. It it didn't. Uh, this one didn't do it for me. I'm uh, I'm gonna pass on this one. Sorry, Chuck. You lose this rap battle. Well, uh, I love key lime. I love key lime pie. Uh, I would, for years, I would have a key lime pie on my birthday instead of a birthday cake. Because, I'll allow it. Um, but the second you say key lime, I want a certain amount of acid present in this. And this is a very good beer. I just wanted like just a touch more acidity. Uh, I've got to know by it. I'm, I'm so close. I'm so on the fence, but I just, it's missing. It's just missing a little something for me. Wish they'd turn the volume up. Josh, what do you think? Wells, are we like unknown twins? Maybe. I'm the same way. Like I never wanted cake. I wanted key lime pie. Because it's amazing. Yeah, it is really good. It's really good. I don't like cakes. I don't like most pies. They're too sweet for me. I like tart and everything. When I saw, you know, hey, it's a key lime goes. I know I'm not a huge fan of goes, but it's key lime. Hey, I I could love this. I hate it. This is terrible. I don't hate it. I hate it. Hate it? Yeah. That's some really strong words, man. After the passion fruit, and maybe that's where I'm at, that this passion fruit pineapple took over my palate. Yeah. Somebody's at home pumping their fist. Somebody at home is crying in their lap. This is just not good. And I'm really bummed about it because I wanted it's, to like it's it. It's so close to, for me. Yeah, I mean, hey, it can be for you. That, that means that's more of it for you. So, well, it's time for I Tap That. How does that work? Of all the beers that we have been drinking on the show, what is the one that we want on tap at our home kegerator? Jeff, Jeff, um, I, I would absolutely adore a keg of this Beach Bliss. Um, by the time I could get it, hopefully it'd be warm enough. You know, um, this and pool time. Whew, this, it, it is just so refreshing and delicious. Um, yeah, Beach Bliss for me. Well, okay. gonna have to go with the Triple C McClelland. This was close. I just don't think I could have the longevity on that Orpheus Yehu in her here. And that tie nine on was a little too nothing at the same time. Um, but that triple C, like, I, I could really, I could have too many of those. Josh. Well, I'm right there with you. Whoop. That McClelland is, man, that's a damn fine Scotch Ale. Just a plain Scotch Ale, nothing crazy about it. Believe it or not, the variant Beach Breeze or whatever the hell that's called. Yeah, is it Beach Breeze? Bliss. That is really damn good, too. I'm surprised at how much I actually enjoyed that and like that. But at the end of the day, it's got to go for the Scotch Ale. Because, you know, that's that's how I roll. And Jeff's taking some pictures, so I'll vamp for a little bit. Wells, where are you at? Where, where, where am I at? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here in front of you in a room. And I'm singing. Uh, I here am. Uh, I'm you, if y'all want to follow my shenanigans uh, in the social medias, 
You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at all the wells. Hey, Jeff, where can they find you? Um, they don't, uh, because I don't really do the social media. Yeah, you just I'm, respond to my tweets basically every, anymore. Yeah, every, like I've got a couple alerts set up on Twitter, and every now and then I see you guys posting. And I'm like, I'll weigh in. If y'all want to send something to Jeff, screenshot it and text it to him. Yes, or even better, screenshot it, print that out, and then put it in the mail. So, Jeff, even better, where can they find us? Uh, they can find us crapbeercast.com is the website. Uh, we do have a Facebook that um, I, something broke, and it doesn't post the links to the the page anymore, and I just got to mess around with WordPress long enough to figure out what broke on it. But. Fix it. I mean, old people just use Facebook anymore, so you know. Well, face. Well, yeah. I mean, like we're not reaching our alt right audience anymore because they all left. So, oh no! Like, who else am I going to get out? You know, reach to. So, so does that mean we're going to need to set up a parlor account or? No, well, no, no, it's too late for parlor. So, oh good, we'll have to hop on the next one. <laughs> Great, <laughs> Josh, where are you? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. Rate and review us. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. Hey, I've listened to this. Three white dudes with a beard and three, three white dudes and a beard. Three white dudes that, and a beard. I, so many I know. It's like three minute of baby, except anyway. Uh, Lord, can you tell it's Less late and, uh, and I'm hungry and I'm ready to end the show? We'll talk to you guys next. Bacon? Thursday. Is your bacon or bacon? <laughs>